Podcasting from Lagos, the smallest state in Nigeria and the center for Nollywood, Africa's most popular film industry. This is Being More with Ibukun, a show inspiring African women to discover their identities and develop their leadership skills so they can amplify their voices for more influence and impact. And I am your host, Ibukun Mololu, a gender advocate in a banker's cane who combines career with writing, public speaking, and is also Mrs. Alpha in a squad of testosterones. everyone and it is so great to be here again i know i've been owl for some time and all i can say is forgive me but yay we're back and stronger in light of recent happenings in the country i encourage you to stay safe stay strong and please keep hope alive just keep staying positive so in the last two episodes, we have been talking about personal economy and how essential it is for a woman to be economically active and have some form of means of income. And this is so because they can establish some form of financial independence and they can make financial decisions on their own if there's an emergency or a disaster. Today, I have another guest with me who will be sharing our experience as a mother and a domestic violence survivor and how she's been able to get out of it basically because she was able to establish some form of financial independence and that's just a part of it. My guest today is Onye Wanchiku. Thank you for joining us Onye. How are you doing today? It's great to have you on Being More. Hi before. Yeah. Yes, nice <laughs> to be here as well. Good evening, everyone. Great. Oye and I have been talking, and I must say she's part of the people who inspired me to, you know, just start up my own podcast and just do it because of what she was doing at the time and also I guess I owe you thanks. <laughs> <laughs> You're very welcome. All right. Awesome. So let's get right into it. Please, can you tell us more about yourself? Um, so basically, I don't really have too many things to say. Just say my name is Oye. Um, I, I, I'm a banker. <laughs> and then I've got, <laughs> I've got a series of businesses as well. I, uh, I am a um, podcast as well. I've got um, my blog, the Not Chubby blog. That's, um, mm-hmm. I have that. Uh, also, I a makeup artist. And recently, I got into something that makes a lot of sense to me, which has to do with forex trading. So I'm a partner with a wealthier world. Uh, mm-hmm. We teach people how to trade forex and stuff. So that's what I do currently. I hope to spread my wings more um, as, <laughs> as time goes on. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Hey, so I remember when we were talking and you started to share a bit about um, your marriage and all, and, you know, I wanted to ask, can you share a bit more about that and um, what that journey has been like for you?
for me, I I got into my marriage with a totally different idea of what marriage should be. Mm. Uh, and then with my partner as well, he actually had a different understanding of what marriage is or mm. what marriage should be. Uh, at a, uh, well, then, you know, of course, when you try to force parallel lines to meet, there's going to be friction. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's basically what I noticed because I was thinking um, on the north side and he was on the south. We're not just functioning together. We're not on the same page. And with time, we started having lots of uh, issues, friction, and then violence came in and survival mm-hmm. instincts jumped in. So, uh, well, I realized that it wasn't my place, wasn't where I wanted to be. So I uh, came out of it. Wow. Uh, I, I don't want, I mean, like when I say came out, just it's not like it was so easy for me to just jump out. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But that's yeah. basically what I did. I, I just jumped out. Hmm. At what point did you decide that this was enough and um, you were going to opt out? Well, I, I, don't, I can't say. Okay, I'll just say that. Yeah, okay. So I had made up my mind that the whole year when I, I left uh, 2018, yeah, mm-hmm. I made up my mind because my daughter started noticing and seeing this thing. Mm. And for me, I mean, seeing the violence, right? For me, it did not make sense because from the background that I came from, and this is not to say he had a horrible background. So I'm not here to paint him black or anything. Oh no, we don't even Uh, know that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I came from a background, my family, right? Where you have little or no, there's no little no violence of any sort Mm -hmm. so when i started noticing this behavior uh i i I was giving myself some time oh you have to manage it you're an african woman marriage is important you you know you have to i kept i kept psyching myself up taking myself and I soaked it all in um, nobody knew what was happening and if you see me in in the broad daylight you will think that I have the happiest life so far because mm. I would never wear my issues on my body like my dress right mm. uh, so it, 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 got, it got to a point and I said to myself um, this is getting too much people I, and there are lots of news about people who uh, we're dying and their, I mean, their spouse, spouses killing each other or something. Some news here and there was in the wave. So I said to myself, ah, no, it will not be nice that my child, who I am trying to protect, sees this kind of behavior and takes it in because obviously they would see, they would watch and they would behave the same way. They would repeat the thing that they see, right? And then I didn't want to be on Facebook you know a dead human being on facebook and say oh she died in my husband's house or i did not even want to be the one to mistakenly kill someone the process of trying Mm. to defend myself Mm -hmm. or anger or bitterness Mm. or something and then the child that i'm trying to have you know protect Protect. in the marriage yeah becomes either an orphan or i don't know so i just realized that it wasn't making sense i just started timing myself timing myself making the compass i needed to make but at the point i said i couldn't do this it's not my thing i wouldn't take it 
I, I jumped out. So I always say I jumped out. Yes, I jumped out. I woke up. Uh, <laughs> I had an, I had an issue, and I thank God for my my sister and my friend, um, Curtis. Curtis, my my buddy, uh, and my sister, and uh, my eldest sister. She, when she she knew what was happening, she she came in, you know. But the night that we had this very heavy altercation, I, I made sure that she was online because I put her on, and it was really late. I put her on on phone and my friend as well and they were listening and all they said to me is you need to get out of that house oh wow so i woke up oh, wow. i woke up at uh, i woke up at uh, i didn't sleep actually i, I just waited till like 3 30 a.m 4 a.m i picked my daughter and my certificate is the only thing i could get out wow and i, and I left yeah at 3 4 a.m how old was your daughter my daughter was uh she's she maybe two two years wow wow yeah and she had witnessed some of the violence did it affect her in any way oh no you know these kids are i mean that's not that's not the that's not the stage but let Mm -hmm. me say to you there was a time that we had an issue and my daughter was sitting on the bed now let me explain to you some mental pictures that i paint because naturally Mm -hmm. i'm very I paint pictures very vivid in my head. Yeah. I don't know if you've listened to um, Christy Ibukwe's song and Hear the Children Cry. <laughs> yes, if you had watched, I, I, listened to, I listened to it so many years ago, even when I was a baby. And I can never forget a baby that was sitting on the floor. Black and white picture. Baby was weeping. And every time I watch that movie or that song, right, the video, I always had these chills in me. So when I had my daughter and the only thing I could see in her face, when we're having a very, one particular time when we're having an issue and we're really, really, I mean, I was being choked. I was fighting for my life. Wow. You know, I saw her crying that same way. So she was sitting on the bed and we were behind her. So she had to turn to her uh, right hand side she had to turn and she was weeping and she was wailing and nobody listened to her. We were not oh listening. Gosh. We were fighting. Oh my god! You know, we were fighting seriously. I was fighting. I was biting. I was dragging. I wow. was bullying. I wow. was trying everywhere because I was by the wall. And you know, when someone pinch you to the wall, you want to just find your way out. It was the wall. It was the bed. It was the floor. It was everything that we could, I mean. So, for me, I don't know what what else would have happened again. But my daughter at that time, like, no, this is not what this girl should be saying. I know she's quite young, but I mean, constant uh, reminders, constant um, altercations like this will change her mindset. And I, I just couldn't afford it. I just couldn't afford it. So I had to leave. Wow. I have goose pimples all over me with what you just said. And <laughs> I'm actually very emotional right now. <laughs> Oh yeah. So wow. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's it's okay. That's that's one of the reasons why we're doing this because we need to let more women understand and know this. Okay, so now how easy was it for you to take this decision? I mean, you said something right now that you said something the other time about um, you pretending to be happy and putting up with a lot of things. Why why did you do that? Uh, well, so so I, here, here again, I'm, and I'm going to keep repeating or going over this thing. My family is the core of my livelihood, of my life. 
all right and because of where i came from my background i don't know how it is but you know there's a set precedence that people n- normally from homes will follow mm. um so if it's 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 not written in code sometimes it's not it's not cast in stone but it really happens mm. um i came from a home where everybody was married and they're together uh, you know mm. nobody is open yeah. up so you don't want to be the one to break that cycle yeah right yeah. that's one and therefore societal issues you don't want people to talk into you I mean, you don't want stigmatization of exactly. any sort exactly you know uh, another thing i thought about was father, a, a child not growing up with her father or father. you know i oh, thought wow. about that as well and and then i so many things that i don't know lots of things and then i said oh, oh you you know my mother used to say something like oh don't worry the first five years in a marriage is always very turbulent you just have to fight it you know you struggle and everything if you can survive it then you're fine i'm like okay let me even do the first five years mm. let me see how i can survive you know so i was always going with that and i didn't want it to look like i failed i didn't want to look like i failed i didn't want to accept the fact that i, I made a mistake right and i i had and i was thinking oh, maybe i could change it maybe god is a, i mean i'm not taking god out of the picture but you know sometimes we have to use our common sense as well you know you you're calling people like pastors to come and pray for you you know so all these things happened to me and those are the things i was thinking about that did not let me um i mean make the decision on time because i wanted to give it time to breathe of course these are issues that is a big is a big decision that you have to make It's a big decision so it took me a lot of time before i got to the point where i was and i said no this is not it i had to jump up and again i jumped up hmm wow so now everything you said comes from different you know it, it, it hits me hard because uh-huh. society is never kind to a woman who who leaves her husband cells yeah you spoke about the stigmatization and in my mm-hmm. mind what i'm just saying is oh yeah that's the woman who could not keep her home together and all mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. Ha- having said that and i know this is a very um um this could be a touchy question but you, you don't need to answer it if you do not want to answer it okay. did this conflict have to do with you intentionally trying to rile him up or from things that that could was it something you had done that was um seemingly unforgivable or what conflict so you know for every conversation for every union or for any relationship i always think that i mean it takes two to tango right mm, yeah. um i cannot be a saint mm. in anything if i've had a quarrel with you i must have made you angry about something and then you you are reacting to it that's how life really is So I cannot say to you right now that I did I did not do anything to annoy him or something. Everybody's got to annoy each person, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's 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 a it's a fundamental. Yeah. However, I did not I would not say I have done the conflict was as a result of something I had done that was unforgivable. Ah. Uh, so when I left uh, the things that I heard he complained about were like well bef- not only I heard he said that before to me like oh you like to slay or you don't want to you don't want to be a wife you know or things like uh, um, you have too many friends you smile too much you want to do your masters you know those are the things that I heard that he complained I mean he complained about to me 
then when I left, the other things I heard he complained, oh, she's a flat. Um, she left me because she had more money. You know, so uh, I, I don't know if these things are unforgivable, if these are actually real sins. I mean, I, I like to look good. I'm sorry if you feel offended. No, I'm not sorry if you feel offended. I love to look good. I'm not sorry if you feel offended. I'm not, right? I like to live the life. Where I came from, I would eat butter, real butter not real butter you know i would have what i want to eat and eat it well i like to eat good meals that's who i am but it's not saying that i went and i decided to throw it in his face or something i was willing to start up a life and build together that's how life goes on that's how it happens so i did i can't say to you that i had i mean except he tells you what i did that is so unforgivable no i mean I have friends, I have colleagues in the office that I chat with, I gist with. I, I mean, what else? You didn't find me. I don't know any other, you know, but you know, forgiveness is relative. Mm. I could say something I've done um, wasn't, wasn't unforgivable, but maybe it was unforgivable to him. I don't know, but to me, I don't know. I cannot say I did something unforgivable in court. No, I can't. Um, having said that, I, I do, I would like to. <laughs> I would like to emphasize here that it wasn't it's not to justify that mm-hmm. he went he went all out and um, got maybe abusive on you it's just to try to understand and paint a picture of what could have happened and how could he what what led to that to him getting to this point and all and mm-hmm. um, and it's really not to apportion blames or anything it's just mm-hmm. for us to be able to understand where all all this came from so from everything you said you are a strong independent educated enlightened exposed woman and for some african men this this can actually be a lot to deal with okay because um in times past women have been taught to be a bit subservient and um and Mm -hmm. you know a bit docile and not particularly ambitious i mean i had friends who all they wanted to do was just and and this is not to actually um belittle them or to or to to be somewhat demeaning but all they Mm -hmm. wanted to do was to you know study from school um after school get married have children Mm -hmm. and just have a happy home and and, you know they were fine and contented with it and all Mm -hmm. and so for some men i think that is kind of like um what they are kind of um you know expecting from from something Mm -hmm. exactly uh, and i think it kind of tallies to what you were saying about what your both of his expectation, expectations were mm-hmm. yeah it was somewhat yeah. different and and people and everybody had their own expectations and um, um upbringing and background that that was like you know coming from two different pole one was from the north pole mm-hmm. and the other was from the south pole yeah. now at at that time did, did the family did each of his family tried to intervene in any of this and how, how did they how did they react to this did they try to help were there opportunities for um reconciliation and putting things together and i'm saying this particularly because this is also an african mm-hmm. <laughs> an mm-hmm. african mm-hmm. way and probably yeah maybe one of the one of the steps to take when when the, when issues like this happen mm-hmm. uh 
yeah so i just again i like the fact that you come from an angle where we are not painting because i really don't like to um make people look horrible especially when they cannot defend themselves it's not that's yeah. not what i'm trying to do yeah um yeah. so my daughter's father is a great human being he's a human being who is a great and caring person however expectations are totally different hmm. so that's that's what i want to set that's just the tone that i want to set um, however when this whole thing started i and i would give credit to some of his family members right um first things first you know that most of the times when you go into marriage when you go home after you've gotten married the first things that you hear is no bring third party into your marriage this the truth is if you're not wise about that sentence you're going to either make or marry yourself because sometimes you need third party some sometimes you need a neutral body to help you sort but i didn't like to bring third of course i was following the instructions to the letter so I didn't bring third party and I was busy trying myself because when my parents knew about it, they were livid with anger and pain. And like, how could you be going through this whole thing? And nobody knew about it. My siblings were, were they were shocked. My friends were, I mean, not like my friends. I just had one person who I was, was able to talk to because you have to be your partner's best PR for everything. Hmm. You have to be your partner's best. You can't go about rattling your mouth everywhere about your exactly partner's issues. Your bad mouth no, you cannot. Him, I understand. No, you, 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 yeah. So, but I had to look for one person who is like the friend, I mean, his good friend's wife who we had bonded with. And then we started talking. Right. And I started express, expressing myself, letting her and him know that's the husband and wife, you know, because we are close at that time. So at a point... I had to bring in people. I, I went to his um, parents, uh, I mean, his mom, yeah, and I talked. And she, she, she was really good. She is really good to me, even up until today, right? Mm-hmm. She, she was very, she was vehemently against his behavior as regards violence. Oh, in fact, that was the major thing for me. I, I, I mean, every other thing would be worked on, but the hitting and, you know, the insults emotionally, you, you, you know, I couldn't, so his, his mother was, she, she came in, she was able to, you know, try to talk about it. Uh, and then his sister as well, who, I mean, is still very good to me today, till tomorrow, mm. right? Those were the people that were, I mean, stood their ground, they were clearly standing their ground. You know, when these kinds of things happen, some people try to, sh- I don't know, they say shy away or they just sit on the fence about it. They're not yeah. so clearly. Yeah, yeah, our you culture, know, our culture doesn't encourage them to, to actually talk about yeah, exactly. this. And then women are actually timid and not, they, they sometimes blame, them, blame themselves, even exactly. if it might not exactly be their fault. So I totally understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. So, 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 so his, his family, I mean, that was weird. But from my own family, the first day I told my younger sister, because she's the best, I mean, she's my paddy. The first day I told my younger sister, she first, the first thing she first said, that's impossible. She put my eldest sister online. You know, we are so connected. So everybody's just, one person's just 
like wildfire everybody must hear but i said you know what this is my my husband you have to manage the situation with me so my sister and i all of us we put together and we talked and they, they asked me what thing was i told them right that was just the beginning of me opening up um, and then at the time my mother the one that shocked me at the at the end was my mother came to visit and she just came in from the from the uk and she came to visit us and she noticed the whole you know everybody's minding their businesses going their own ways you know she had to intervene she has what's going on here this is not how a home should be like what's happening and then i think it, it took us three hours from 1 a.m to about 3 a.m she was trying to sort issues out and the thing that hit me that made me realize that i was in trouble was when i said mommy everything we have talked about is not so relevant the most important thing for me is a domestic violence and she was like what domestic violence who are you are you literate how could you be doing that and the thing that hit me was his response he said if she cannot take it she, she should leave he said wow. that to my mother yeah so wow. my mom my mom still managed the situation because she didn't want it to look like oh okay um she i think she she selectively heard that and she put that aside and she, she just said she would leave she would leave don't worry she will leave i have no problem okay you should come together hug yourselves you know mentally she had taken that off her brain but i took it to myself that like, if you could say this to my mother right in front of her then there's a problem and that was the beginning of it for me i said ah, no 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 my mother should be like a, a a thin god here for you to have opened your mouth to conveniently say if she's not okay with that she should leave then i made up my mind so my family was very um except for my elder sister who did not believe it because she's she's a homemaker you know she's this kind of person that wants a home she wants love she wants everybody together you know that's kind of person she is I told her, unfortunately, life happens. Because your yours is very interesting and, and good, doesn't mean mine is. I cannot stay in it because yours is good. So I have to get out, you know. So she did not find it funny. My, my father was livid with anger. And he said to me, you cannot be in a home where you are violently abused. Get out of it. My mom, my mom is a good Christian. <laughs> she said, get out for now. She said that to me, get out for now. Because there's so many things that happened even after the after i had left that showed that you have dodged the bullet stay out you know you know when when issues have come up and the person who is involved cannot be remorseful or is not apologizing or apologetic you know there's still this braggadocious behavior and ego everywhere you know my family my wife and my daughter you know like you you will know that this is not going anywhere so my family they 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 really supported me and that's the thing about me and my household and that's where we are lacking in the country in, the, in our african setting you know mm. everybody say go go you're you're married that's your business manage your situation mm. what do you need a, a, a cops for of your mm. of your child because you want her to go and be married or you want him to be married by all means you know so my family was really supportive they put me out they said come out I'll manage the situation with you. And they rallied around me, they supported me, pushed me. Oh, at the time, I would say to you that there was a time because I came out of it and you would see me, you wouldn't even know. Even, I'm, I'm, I'm sure the person that would hear this uh, recording for the first time wouldn't believe that, oh, she's even married and she even has a kid and she's even a, I don't know if I'm separated or divorced now because I'm still running the case, you know, this Nigerian is wow. Wahala. But anyway, wow. you, you would see me, you wouldn't believe it. 
one day my siblings came to me on the 1st of uh, January, 2019. Uh, my younger sister, my elder sister, my mother, they sat me down and they said to me, oh yeah, you need to cry. I said, what? They said, yes, you need to cry because since this thing has happened, you have closed up. Naturally, I don't close up. I'm oh. always everywhere. You have closed up and suppressed everything. We want to tell you that we love you so much. Oh, wow. that it doesn't matter what happened. We know that it wasn't your fault and you did your oh, best. Wow. Now, cry for us to see that you've let it go. Unfortunately, I couldn't cry. I don't cry in front of people, right? <laughs> but, it, it, but it broke me down. Wow. At least one or two tears. But I wasn't waiting, but one, two tears dropped. But then I realized that it was, it was at that point that I realized that, oh, they had seen that I'd done my best. They had loved me irrespective of the error or whatever mm. it is that I've made mm. or the fact that I'm a separated a single mother. Wow. You know, so my wow. parents, my siblings, I cannot tell you how many times I could just whine a bit. Just a bit. As I'm having, I'm tired or I'm exhausted or something. And my sister, I don't know how they do Some of them just send me, oh, go for a spa, spa treatment. Go for something. Send me some money or something. Because they know I'm struggling, right? And they want to always assist me. Or if I don't laugh too much, why is she not laughing? My father mm. is so concerned. You know, so I can't, I can't tell you I mean, how supportive because I will spend the whole day. But they've been really supportive. And that's what many people are lacking. And that's why you see they stay in. Because nobody's supporting them. No one is going to help them. Wow, Oye, I, I want to thank you and I appreciate you for what you're doing because I mean, this is some level of vulnerability that a lot of people would never get to. And I remember the day I talked to you, we spoke about this and you were like, let's do it. I was, I was shocked to my bones. Like, you, you what? And you were like, let's do it. And I, I'm, I'm just amazed and I, I, I commend your family and I, I, I mean, all the things you said, I, I could just feel the love from here and I have goosebumps mm -hmm, mm -hmm. over me right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, um, how easy was it for you to take the decision and leave? And what were the things that that helped? I know you're a banker, you had a job of your own and you had, you know, um, some form of means of income on your own. Did this, did this make it kind of easier for you to transit? Because truth be told, mm -hmm. I, wo I work with women a lot and I, I, I mean, there's so many stories of women who tell you he's battering me and he's you know mm -hmm. being all the all violent on me but I can't leave I don't I don't know what I'm gonna do I don't have any money I don't even know where we're gonna start from so let me just stay in it for the kids so how mm. was that for you and and what role did the the fact that you had a job and you had some form of means of income play Oh God. Okay. So how it's never easy. It's not easy today. It's not easy tomorrow. It's not going to be easy next year or in the next 20 years, right? It's just something you have to live with. So that's, that being said, um, I wasn't, I didn't have all these 
things that I had, but I've always known that I have, I'm a very hardworking woman. So I would prefer to till the ground. I know that there's going to be harvest. As long as you till the soil, you know, you're working hard, you must get harvest. When I left, I was just a banker. I had no other extra means of income because I realized that, um, I mean, I don't know how to say this. When I was with my ex-husband, right, um, I was just doing that and I was hoping that I could go and do my masters uh, and that we could build together, you know. Some, some, sometimes we haven't even achieved everything we wanted to achieve. We just say, let's get married and then start other processes, right? That's yeah. what I wanted to do. Um, I recall that the first time I wanted to get married, in fact, my point, my, from the beginning, I had, we had agreed that we would have our kid three years after marriage. That was, my, that was what I, I put out. I wanted uh, well, I wouldn't say unfortunately the great thing is she's, she came right and so we had to okay, okay fine let's, let's take it and then let's move on with it because sometimes you put some things in place and some things happen you just have to continue your journey uh, so when I left I, um, I, was, I was a banker but here, here is what happened to me that had a turning point for me my ex-husband right um and i'm not saying he's a horrible person he's just something he, he doesn't know what else to do really i don't know he went to my to my office right and actually blacklisted me or blackmailed me or something i don't know right and so the hr started investigating me you know here and there and all that and um good thing i was innocent and then they realized that it was domestic violence you know and you, I needed to even be secured and safe. Thank God I was working with the company that, I'm working with a company that is multinational in every sense. So mm. it wasn't the issue. They had to look into, deep into the conversation or the complaint. Now here's the thing, at that time I was, I was going to lose my job. That's what my, was on my mind. Like, okay, wow, this is it. This wow. is it for me. I'm going to lose this job. And the, why he went that far was because he always said to me that it's because you have a job that is why you are this way that is why you don't respect me that is why you know so actually he was going for something that would put me down and make me miserable so i said to myself i said what else can i do differently yes if this job is taken from me what can i do wow. because i have to fend for myself fend for my daughter and live a good life and I'm pretty young. What can I do? I cannot, I can't sit around for men to give me money. I cannot. It's not, it's not, it doesn't work in my, in my, I can't do it. I, I don't like it. I can't be, I'm very, I'm too independent for someone to say, oh yeah, take, take 20K, take 10K, take, well, how much would that do for me? So I sat down and I had to give myself a pep talk. So first things at first, I went to learn how to make up. I paid, I threw it all my money. I said I was going to learn, bought my product. It was tough for me to learn. I think it took me almost a year. I haven't even finished learning, but I said, you know what? I'm going to learn it. It's a skill I had to learn. So I acquired that as well. And then as time went on, I started taking on other things that I had, influ I had passion about over, you know, taking on my podcast, taking on my blog, because I like to write. I like to, you know, so I started doing all of those things, one after the other. Opportunities came, I had to jump into it. Until today, I won't tell you a lie, I'm, I'm more happier because I recall that the time that I was together, it was like my life was in standstill. You couldn't do anything except being a wife and going to work. But with, with, with the fact that I'm out, I see that I could do as many things and still be a human being and enjoy myself 
and still be you know so I, it's for me those are the things that happened those are the things that you know took place and i started taking on opportunities taking on responsibilities because i have to fend for my daughter i have to fend for i have to fend for my daughter and i wanted that i want her to go to great schools i want her to have something that i have i looked at other single mothers and some i know i just look at them and i'm like what's the big deal they don't have a a support or a partner well we, that's all it's not like i'm handicapped or i'm blind or anything i'm brilliant i'm very brilliant so go do what you have the opportunity to fly i took it and i started flying that's what i did so i never even had extra income i never had extra income i just had my job i was focused on that uh, when it was almost snatched from me under my nose through i i had to look for other things it's a skill i mean you can't take away what i've learned my skill my handwork you can't take it away from me you can take away my job but my handwork you can't take it away you can't you cannot you can't take away my customer centric behavior my smile my you can't take all that you cannot take that at all for me so that was what i had to go and develop so that i could be where i am today wow 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 <laughs> okay what advice would you give to any woman going through this at the moment oh wow advice you know everybody's case is totally different i don't know mm. how to advise holistically but um first of all you need to speak up mm. you need to speak up you need to speak up um look for someone who you could talk to somebody you you know take yourself out and say yes i had made a mistake because that's one of these things that i did to myself i said yes i have i did not do my due diligence i did not check out this things check out check this book check this book check this book however a mistake that i'm in will not be you know what i will live in all my life mm. find something to do you know the truth is when you're financially independent i'm telling you for whatever reason you will be able to it doesn't matter when i was going through mine you know i have and so many things you need to do when i was going through my 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 uh, issues i mean it was rough it's just getting better it's just in fact i'm sure you must have you, you know the back and forth that we had before we finally have this we had this yeah. <laughs> yeah you know all the things that i complained all the fear and all that i'm i'm yeah. going off on i'm saying i'm taking fear and faith in my hands and i'm moving on because i don't even know what will come out of this whole thing Mm. but you need as a woman to be financially independent you for mm. whatever thing you're doing for whatever thing you're doing find a way find ways to and then stop having children that you cannot manage mm. stop it stop it let me tell you why i said so when i was in i um i had I had noticed that i was already in this whole messy thing i made up my mind and it's not like i was running around though i made up my mind to be sure not to get pregnant anybody can say anything and feel insensitive or i made up my mind that i wasn't going to do it hmm. first of the first time i was the first uh pregnancy wasn't interested a lot of women have so much joy when they are pregnant i didn't have that oh, right wow. so the, the, the experience wasn't even palatable for me it was it was horrifying right and then you now do it again with someone else who i mean for me it was it didn't make sense i've had this one okay let me just cool down and calm down then the fact that i was being the one you know managing the situation doing almost no i 
had to start and I explained it. I said it in clear terms. I don't I don't mince words. I'm sorry you men we say, Oh, this is a very disrespectful woman. That's your problem, not mine. <laughs> I don't I don't mince words. No, I say I just I say it as it is. You need to come to, from a place where they understand you. People understand where you I, ne- I never sit on the fence about anything. If you talk to anybody about me, I'm either I'm going feisty or I'm going nice. I'm never on the fence. I'm clearly, you're clearly understanding. So you need, as a woman, you need to know that. Stop having too many, because that's one of the things that make you too overwhelmed. Oh, how can I take care of three kids, four kids? The economy is even too tight to be a single mother of one, not like of four, three, mm. two. You know, some people say, oh, maybe if I have a child, he will feel better. And you keep having, or maybe I have a boy, mm. if I have a boy. My sister, nothing. <laughs> Someone that's already angry with you really can't do anything. Whether you have 15, 10, 1 golden children, they won't. That's not their problem. They just don't see you as human. That's different. So there's nothing you can do about it. That's number two. Number three, be close to your family members. You see, I was talking to somebody one day and she said to me, oh, my husband and my mother fought. (laughs) In my heart of hearts, I said, wow, you allowed your husband and your mother to fight. And I asked her, I said to myself, I asked her, I said, so where is your mother now? She said, I don't talk to my mother anywhere. I said, who's your family now? She said, just my husband and my children. Wow. <laughs> didn't say anything because, of course, it's not my place. But in my head, I had made up my mind that if something happens to you today, and of course, this guy had been beating her before, and according to her, he's changed, which is fine. What if he comes back doing the same thing? Where are you going to run to? Your, 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 your parents are, I mean, your father is late. Your siblings and your mother I know sometimes, you know, some family members could be overbearing and all that, but you cannot estrange yourself totally from your family. You cannot. You must have a relationship, except they are witches and wizards, but try to have a relationship (laughs) with somebody. Yes. Try to have a relationship with someone that will, because you cannot have only, how do you now function? Because, you know, know, the thing I've noticed about relationships, it's not what happens inside, it's what you bring, the gist. If I go to my siblings' houses and they're talking with their husbands, Right, or you have all everybody's coming from. Oh, I, do you know this lady I saw yesterday? And do you remember that person we went for in the party? Do you, mm. you know, there's always a reference to things that happened outside, mm. and that's what makes the relationship grow and become interesting. And you know, because everything we're going to be talking about, if we don't have relationship outside, we cannot, we can't build a relationship inside. I don't know if you get where I'm coming from. You need to have a relationship with other people, with your friends. You need to have friends, one, two, three, not the ones that you'll be gossiping about, the ones that will put you in the right place, tell you the right things, the truth. If you want to see your prayer partners, have the prayer partners. If it's your family, have the family. Don't just be alone and say, hmm. my husband and my children and my family. But then you are just wasting your time hmm. because you cannot be an island. Those are, I mean, there's so many things you, I could, I could uh, and be truthful, be truthful about this whole thing. If, be truthful to yourself. If you if you lie to yourself, nobody's going to tell you the truth. I was truthful to myself. I got to a point. I said, "You have got, get out. You are wrong. You've made this mistake. Get out of it. You can't be in it forever. Rebuild your life. Start over. Start over. It's not too late. Yes, everybody has started a journey and moved on. So what? Start over. So you get to talk to yourself as as many times as possible. You know, financial independence. I can never overemphasize it." You have to be because even not even not for anything, you want to support your spouse. You want your spouse to be less stressed. You know, you want to bring some things to the table. Do you understand what it means that you're a woman and you're bringing stuff to the table? Your confidence level is high. Mm. 
Mm. Your spouse is, you know, it, well, a good spouse will, will, be, will enjoy the fruits of your confidence and your financial independence. If he is a very accommodating human being. So if financial independence for me is the highest of it all. You need to always try to attain some sort of education. You need to read. You need to open up your mind. You need to expose yourself to information. You can't sit in the house and be a housewife and say you want to. Even a, a man will not, will not feel it, you know, interested. Let's be honest. If I don't have an intelligent conversation with my spouse, what am I going to be doing with you? We should have a, an intelligent conversation. We should have an argument. We should agree, disagree. Sorry, darling. Mm-hmm. You know, agree, disagree, move on. That's how life goes. You can't just have a docile one, one way. My sister, don't let me talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I see you're raked. Favorite. You are so raked up about this. And and wow, it's, 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 it's amazing. You said a lot, Wenye, and I'm, I'm just... <laughs> I don't even I, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> wow, well, you said a lot and I, I thank you for it. Okay. So yeah. away from all this um um talk and mm-hmm. all of that, I, I I'm 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 gonna ask you some sets of questions to just try to get to know you better and, and um you know share a bit of your of who you are with the viewers. <laughs> oh. So, what would be your dream retirement plan? Oh, so on my here is what happens. I have uh, I have this flashcard that I carry around in my wallet, and I put in my goals. Yeah, and at the back of it, I get to write: ask, and it shall be given; seek, and you will find. Nor can the door will be open. Those are the three things I write. I pick up every day. I pick it up. I look at it. It's even in the Bible. Write it down. Make it plain. You see. I want to have a big, big, big beauty salon. <laughs> a very. <laughs> Go on, go on. I love, I love the way you're talking about your dreams and yeah. your goals. I, I want to have this. a big, big beauty salon. Right. And I want to have where I can... I mean, right now, I'm running a diploma. It's something different for me. I'm running a diploma on early child education because I want to understand child psychology. I want to do all of that. I want to know that. Mm-hmm. I want to have an opportunity to have... I don't know what it, what it is, but whatever I'm going to do with it, it has to do around children. Let's just... Mm-hmm. Let me... Let me have some sort of fun with kids in whatever way I can do it. So it's not that's not in I mean it's not clearly stated right now, but that's one of my goals. At 45 years, I'd look to towards I mean sitting down and earning from all um, you know all the streams of income that I have tried to put mm. out for myself, and that's mm. that's what I want to do at 45, right? Mm. Um, what have you know? Just things that you don't you don't really write so many things. You just yeah, one, two, three. Yeah, yeah. So that, <laughs> I know times and tides changes. Yeah, trust me, I know. Um, I've been teaching yeah. a lot of people about retirement planning this past few days, and mm-hmm. it, would, it would amaze you. It's as, it's astounding the number of people who haven't actually sat down and thought about what twenty. 30, 40 years would look like from now and, and I'm glad at least that you have something even though it's, it may not be totally fully refined but at least mm-hmm. you, 
it's a start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's a start. start. It's a start. Awesome, awesome. My okay. Ult- my ultimate. Sorry, my darling. My yeah, ultimate is to make sure that my child understands what what entrepreneurship is about. Oh wow! Where you don't have to work for someone. You you multiply your money. That's what I do. Everything I'm doing, everything I'm doing is to make sure that she's watching. She's seeing me. She knows that it's not. You don't have to be a nine-to-five person. You can mm. do things. You can start being creative by yourself. I have awesome. a friend, my sister. My sister uh, has a has a partner who is nine years old. Wow. A part, my sister, my eldest sister, is a has a partner who is nine years old. And what does he do? He designs on t-shirts at nine. Wow. And when I was talking to her, she said his his parents. Um, are not even <laughs> I said oh but did he get this from his parents did he, he understand entrepreneurship and you know creativity from his parents said, she said no that his parents are even trying so hard to make sure that he finishes school because his mind is overly blown with creativity do you wow, understand so that's, that's what I want amazing. that's what that's, that's ultimately what I want for my kid for her to understand entrepreneurship how to be independent as a woman a, and be a kind human being on the planet mm. that's it very important. important very important very important and i yeah. think kindness is one of the virtues we lack a lot these days and it's mm-hmm. it, you know it, 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 it leaves me numb how people treat each other <laughs> honestly yeah amazing amazing mm-hmm. okay yeah. where would you like to visit and why what city would you like to visit and why um so i would like to go to seashells that's because first i like the name i like the way it's oh. pronounced <laughs> yes um, and then the fact that there's so much uh peace for me at the beach and everything I, I, I love to live in beach houses i wish we had the opportunity to to pay for those ones around Uniru and all that <laughs> if water doesn't carry your house away so yeah you a nature know. person you like you like yeah yeah you like yeah yeah i can i imagine. love nature i love nature <laughs> i don't want to wear a high pair of shoe i don't i just want to go with my feet with my nicely pedicured toes you know, put my feet in the sand and take fresh air. I don't want to go on makeup oh, for no amazing. reason. I wake up, you know? so I just want to have peace of mind and, and eat and love somebody and try. I mean, some of the things that you want now. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I like seashells. I would miss the seashells I am very soon. I hope to, to do that one day. <laughs> awesome awesome so is there any anything else any last words you would like to share with the listeners oh well i guess i'd say to you to listeners uh, especially if you had you have issues some sort of you know, one of the things that I realized when I had my own issue was I had solid friends and I always want to say that they too are my backbone. I had this family who I had even met from my ex, you know, who are my solid friends right now, you know. And I had my own friends from work, colleagues who were willing to help me, who I would mm. run to and say, look, I am, I'm dying or I need something and they are willing to give you everything you need. Wow. you know such a, I recall that there was a time when I first left I was <laughs> I was virtually sleeping in a 
I won't say it's a hotel or a motel. What was some sort of guest house or something, but it wasn't really somewhere I would I had to. A friend of mine had to pay for it because I had to stay somewhere close to work. I didn't want it to affect my job. And when I get to the office, nobody knows except just one of my friends that knew what what I was going through. Every other person would always say, "Ah, oh, she's so pretty. She's so nice. She's so friendly. She's so." I was going through a lot, but I had friends who were going to help me say, "Oh, okay, I'll pay for you to do to stay here for now." manage this place you know because i couldn't i didn't have a place to go to i had my parents house but it was far away from work and i didn't want to be stressed and i didn't want to have a reason not to be at work at the right time and be punctual and be happy because i like happiness right so you need to, uh, people, people need to have friends you need to find a way and i know sometimes the 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 husbands or the wife would not let you have friends because i had the same experience they will let you have friends uh, they will let you have a family come over you know they want to always seclude you find a way find a way to have a friend find a way to have friends it's important um good friends not the ones that will lead you astray please you know have good friends have good relationships and then pray to god as well let him give you the, the direction and the strength because that's where you need it from and be real to yourself be truthful to yourself can you handle this if you cannot find your way out if you can't find a way to sort it out i don't think that um, separation is the best um, is the ultimate uh, goal or the ultimate solution no it's not i think it's an extreme case but if you know that something you can handle find a way and be, use your common sense you see that that movie called war room i like the movie but it's not on a, it's not in everybody's case that it works it didn't work it did not work for me i did it I, I, I used it, but it didn't, it didn't work for me. Or maybe I, didn't, I wasn't patient enough. However you see it, I don't know. I don't care. But you need to use your common sense as well. You need to use your common sense. War room is good. You go to your war room. You pray hard. Yeah, very important. But you are not going to be a prayer warrior if you're in a cup, in a grave, or in a coffin. You, know, you need to use your common sense. That's very important. You know, I said that was the last question, but, you know, when you just spoke now, I, I realized that your level of resilience and the way you are your spirit is indomitable you you just you you, you <laughs> it's like you know you can't be put down and i'm just wondering did you mm -hmm. have any bouts or experience with mental depression all through when this thing was going on oh so i did not have um but here's what happened to me recently. Uh, so well, naturally, I'm not someone who lets anybody into my emotional space. Naturally. First of all, I went to a military school. Secondly, my mother was like a military, a military woman in the house. <laughs> you know? So, of course, I mean, you already put yourself in check. However, I still, have, I still have my soft spot. And if you are my person, like you're my person, you will get there. I will let you come in and close again. Right. Um, recently, this is what I found out. When this whole um, chaos, the NSAS chaos started yeah. and the massacre and everything, yeah. I was depressed for a week. <laughs> Uh, I was cold because Mine a lot was, of things happened. I was <laughs> depressed for about two and a half weeks. So I'm telling you, me, I get you. <laughs> so it was so bad that we're having a meeting in the office, like online, 
and everybody yeah. had to i mean they understood that this is not who she is this is not how because someone said to me he said i love hearing your voice but this is not you today mm. are you okay do you want to be excused for the, from this meeting thank god i was you know it was it, nobody was video was on because i was already shedding tears I and i muted myself immediately yeah i muted myself I immediately imagine. and after the call after the meeting a lot of them called me and that's one good thing about me right I'm very blessed to have people around me who want to always look out for me. I'm always blessed about that. And they called me, what's up with you? How are you? Are you okay? But I couldn't tell them what I was going through. I just said to them that it was the the whole, you know, incident yeah, that happened. Yeah, yeah. Here is the thing. I got lucky and then my company, as I said, they did they've done so well for for, for me. For me, I sent a, a, a mail and they said if you have mental issues or rather if you would be, as regards this thing that's yeah, happened, yeah. call this doctor. So I said, you know what? It wasn't going to cost me anything. I wasn't going to go. Its company was going to pay for it. So I called. First time in history, and the, and you know how they are. Okay, you have maybe you haven't gone for one before. And they started to dig. She started to dig from, and she said, "Have you had anything that traumatized you before?" That was when I realized that I was traumatized. I was upset. I was unhappy. Oh I was sad my about god! Thing. Yeah, and and that was. And she said, "That's the that's the challenge. That's the problem." And I had to admit it. Yes, that was the problem, because I had not. I, I said to you before that I never cried. My, my my siblings, my mother, she actually said they actually told me to cry. I never yeah. stopped crying even till today. Yeah. I still know. So I had suppressed everything. I had put it in myself. I shut out from people unconsciously. You wow. cannot come into my even till today. A friend of mine still complained about it two days ago. I don't. I don't have the time. And unfortunately, it's the situation of things. I don't have the time to look and be sensitive. To, no, no, I don't. I can't. If you're not giving me an intellectual, just be going, be moving. <laughs> and it's a problem. Yeah, I agree. Because I have, you had to tell me that you have to tone it down a bit. I know that you had gone through this and that and that, but you'd have to tone it down a bit because you would chase people away. So I, I didn't think that I'd healed. I don't think so, but I have mm. friends who understand who I've got, what I've gone through, and they manage my situation, and they, you know. But naturally, I'm always so my my mood is staying, you know, get out, no to worry about. We are not playing, we are not doing ten ten here. We are either here or we are not here. Get away, you know. But <laughs> in the midst of that, so my mental state, I, when, after I talked to the lady. She made me realize that I needed to take things, I mean, take things easy and see that it's not my fault. You know, she had come from the same angle that you came from and said, so many African men, and it's not to insult them, it's what they know. They don't know any better, right? Mm. They don't, I mean, they will not be able to handle a woman who is that ambitious or very open, straightforward or anything. I don't know. I don't know if they can. Well, that's not my business, actually. But <laughs> she made me understand that. <laughs> Why you keep laughing? <laughs> because you, you you just you know you're so yourself, and you just you just you just say it as it is, and it just amuses me. I, I, I don't I don't know I don't I don't know how to say it anywhere anyway. You know, but she she made me understand that it wasn't something that I, I had to get healed of you know, and, and move on and stop worrying and getting upset over it. So my mental state at a point, it wasn't, it, it, it was good. I, or I thought it was good. But then I think I suppressed a lot of things, mm. a lot of feelings, a lot of anger, mm-hmm. a lot of regrets, mm. right? I, I shouldn't have. Mm. And it, at, at this, this time it came out. But I think I'm better. I see mm. things differently right now. And uh, so, yeah, that's it. 
Fantastic. Wow. Um, Oye, I can't thank you enough for this. I <laughs> I am blown away. I didn't know this was what we were gonna get into when we when we when when we said we're gonna do this podcast. I didn't know, you know? I didn't know myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I really want to thank you. I, I pray for your healing and you know I have nothing but love for you. I oh I know I, <laughs> I remember the first day we met, I was so blown away by your your cheerfulness and your you were such a happy you were such a happy child. I mean I was like mm. I, I, I consider myself a happy child, but you were such a happy child and I was like, Wow <laughs> you know, but thank you so much for doing this. I really, mm-hmm. really appreciate this. I really hope a lot of listeners would uh, learn from this um, and would take away nuggets from it. Like like you said, it's not a one size fits all. Okay, so mm-hmm. it might not necessarily be your own approach that somebody mm-hmm. else would take. But I hope yeah. that all the listeners would take something meaningful for them at this time and you know uh-huh. be able to use it. Thank you so much, Oye, for your time. Um, I was going to say, just before we round up, would, would you like to share maybe where people could reach out to you on? Because what I find out is when people listening to podcasts like this, they want to reach out because they're looking for common grounds. They want to be able to t- speak with you or say, look, I'm, I was, I'm going through this as well, but I oh. just needed to reach out to you or me or just thank you that I listened to this podcast and this was what it did for me and I, I just wanted to say thank you. So would you be um, happy to share your handles or wherever yeah. people reach out to you on? Yes. So first things first, I actually wrote something on on my blog. It's um, called Dear Narcissist. Um, so if you, I mean, if you want to go look at it as well, it's, it's an, it's a combination of what we feel, how we would address our, our friends or our exes or whatever it is we call them, right? It's on my blog. It's, um, not chubby, that's N U T that's for gram not. So not, and then chubby C H U double B I E. So it's N-U-T-C-H-U-B-B-I-E. That's B-B-I-E dot com. So it's not chubby dot com. That's where my train of thoughts are uh, put. And, and, you know, you can read through. But you should go and read on uh, Dear Narcissist. Um, you would enjoy it so much. Yeah. And that's that's my blog. And then my email address is not chubby as well. The N-U-T-C-H-U-B-B-I-E at gmail.com that's n-u-t-c-h-u-b-b-i-e yeah awesome at gmail.com yeah. and you also have a podcast as well please feel free to share <laughs> um the, the, it's the not chubby podcast as well everything about me is not chubby if i tell you the reason why i have that name you would scream <laughs> uh, well some of us know but i'm not i'm not gonna tell i'm not gonna tell so let, let's just let them go find out why <laughs> yeah let's find out why so i'm um, not chubby not, not chubby that's uh, the not chubby podcast that's it it's um also um and then my handle my is uh, I am not chubby at um, on 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 Instagram is I am not chubby. Everything with Twitter as well, not chubby. Facebook as well, not chubby. Awesome, and I must commend you on that. I saw one of your pictures the other day, and I was like blown away. Like what? Yes, <laughs> you mean? Oh 
my gosh. And I was like, you know, <laughs> okay, now I'm beginning to come out of my element in this podcast. And, uh, you know, let me just, let me just keep it cool. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Oye. Thank you so much for this. And I really appreciate it. Have a good evening. Thank you so much. April. Thank you everyone for listening and have a great life as well. Thanks for listening to Being More with Ipokomolulu. If you like our show and want to know more about it, check out my website at www.ipokomolulu.com or please leave us a review on Google Podcast, Anchor or SoundCloud. Join us next week for another dose of amazing and valuable content.